So, hi, <laughs> I'm Amy, and I am finally starting a podcast. It has been at least a year or more <laughs> with various podcast ideas. I love the medium. I, I'm obsessed with it. I listen to many different types. I love talking got a lot of air in my chart. Um, so I couldn't resist starting a podcast. And you might be wondering why I've called it what it is, which is the spiritual struggle bus. <laughs> and I guess this first episode will just be a little bit of uh, my history, a little bit of um, how I grew up spiritually, um, which was more so in a non-denominational Christian church type of situation, and how I'm doing now as a 35-year-old person, um, and maybe you can deduce from the title that it's been a struggle. <laughs> uh, there's been some things that have happened in my life that have caused me to stray, to feel really lost, feel confused, um, and not really know where to turn, not have um, a particular role model that can show me what I'm supposed to do. I, I always, if you know me a little bit, you might know that one of the reasons I disliked going to church as a, you know, teenager was that A, I felt like everything that was being preached in quote unquote the church <laughs> um, were things that everyone should know, like be kind to your neighbor, do unto others as you would have them do unto you, you know, maybe don't um, cheat on your spouse, etc. And I also found that there was a lot of hypocrisy as far as seeing people that I knew from school at church acting a certain way. And then I know how they really act at school, acted at school. And maybe they thought that of me too, who knows? But um, so I just felt like there was a lot of hypocrisy. And I feel like in Western churches, um, and maybe religions, there's a lot of what to do. Here's what you should do, but there is no how. How do I become a better person? What are the steps? Tell me. I, I'm actually a really great student and a really great learner and listener. So if you just tell me what to do, I'll totally do it. <laughs> um, so these are the things that I've grappled with. And, um, yeah, I want to dive in uh, either with various topics each week or talking to other people. I'm not quite sure how this will evolve. I just know I needed to start because this is something that I'm working on in my life of um, some reparenting with myself as far as keeping promises to myself and following through with ideas that I have. I have a lot of ideas, but I don't always start. <laughs> and starting is the hardest part. Um, so no matter, you know, the outcome with this um, 
creation, <laughs> this documentation, if you will, of my spiritual life, um, I'm really excited that I decided to say yes and just start. So I'm really hopeful and um, yeah, I hope that this is something that resonates with you and let's dive in as they say. Okay, so I guess since this is the dive in, <laughs> no, I hate that, I hate it. Let's start at the very beginning. <laughs> a very good place to start. I'm sorry, I'm a musician, I'm a singer, and I have a lot of songs in my heart. Um, and I guess the beginning, I can remember going to church uh, with my family and you know, I was the usual typical kid and that then turned into a teenager of really hating going to church. But, um, yeah, it was like a big deal. And there was, um, what is it? Sunday school. There we go. There was Sunday school with like the felt boards. If any of you remember back in the day, or maybe still do it where, you know, they're telling the different stories from the Bible and they've got, you know, a felt Jesus and a felt, uh, whatever, disciples and whatnot. And they put them up on the board. And um, yeah, I can remember going to those things, doing pageants. Um, I never really sang in church, funnily enough. I mean, I sang like um, communally as far as, um, you know, everyone sings hymns together or whatnot, but I never like joined the worship team or anything like that. Um, it was only later in life as, um, as a trained singer that I did church gigs. I mainly sang at Episcopal churches, but I've also sung at Christian science church, Catholic, um, etc. So uh, I have an interesting and varied relationship with lots of different churches, but the main thing that I want to point out, or the main thing that I want to say, is that <clears throat> my mother would always say, you can never escape this. You, she would say this to me and my brother. <laughs> um, you can't escape God. Uh, I'm going to use Western Christian terms here. Um, but you can't escape God. You, it's in your blood. It's in your bloodline. This is what we do. Um, and now I'm paraphrasing my mother, <laughs> but I can just remember it was a thing. My great grandmother, um, uh, try not to get choked up. I was really blessed to know my great grandparents on my mother's side and, my great grandmother would memorize scripture and so did my mom. <laughs> my mom uh famously had to memorize many scripture bible verses um to graduate from high school. She went to a um a Baptist uh school. So 
So it's just like God, spirit, whatever you want to call it, is in my bones, but I wasn't connecting with what was being given to me. And I don't, I don't regret or, um, I'm not upset by the way that I was raised. I think, um, I think I definitely had an interesting childhood when it came to religion. Uh, because when my mom remarried, um, there was a, um, what's the word I want to use? A pivot. (laughs) There is a pivot to messianic, uh, the messianic faith, um, messianic Judaism. There we go. My brain was like not having it for a second. Um, and so about when I was like 14 or 15 is when we started down that path. And it is an interesting one because it's this, this, I was going to say interesting again. It's this world where, um, you basically have Christians who want to worship the Jewish way, if you will. Um, and please do not come at me with whatever you think Messianic Judaism is. I'm just explaining my experience and how I see it. So, and I'm not putting it down because it definitely has its place. It, it is for my mother. It is her preferred, um, practice. It's her preferred spiritual, um, gateway, if you will. Like she studies Hebrew and she reads the Torah and, um, celebrates all of the high holy days. And, um, but she also believes in, in Jesus or Yeshua. And so, um, I know some prayers and (laughs) some Hebrew prayers. Um, I do not know Hebrew, but so I spent some of my teenage years delving into that world a little bit. Um, not deep and heavy because <laughs> again, you know, I just always, I thought it was skepticism or just like, I always kind of had an arm's length with it all. I just, I think with, um, the way that I grew up as far as there were a lot of, um, I don't know, to me, it was black and white as far as I said earlier that like, it really feels hypocritical, some things that happen in quote unquote, the church. Um, and so when there are leaders of said organizations, churches, um, synagogues, etc., who are kind of just letting, um, people within their congregation get away with things. And mind you, I'm kind of speaking from the child part of me right now when I say get away with, because that is a little childish to say, but to me, um, and I think this is why I've always shied away from being a leader and being, um, and taking, uh, leadership roles at work, um, taking leadership roles, um, as far as becoming really stepping into becoming a yoga teacher. Um, and there are probably other examples, but is, is the responsibility of it. I see that as really sacred as far as a teacher is, um, to be held to a, to a higher standard and to watch out for those within their 
flock is the word that came to mind. <laughs> but and so and and why aren't they fully taking folks to task in a loving way and saying, "Yo, I." I think that maybe we could do this a little different, you know? So um, not only was I witnessing other people kind of, quote unquote, getting away with things, but I was also um, within my own family seeing things that I felt like religious leaders should be like, excuse me, <laughs> what what's going on here? <laughs> How can we make things better? So that's just my viewpoint. And um how did I get here? Wow. Anyways, so I just really think that, um, again, I don't regret the churches and the congregations that I went to. It really, oh, the skepticism. So the arm's length. So I was always kind of stepping into these realms with a knowing, a knowing that I didn't know was a knowing, um, and knowing of like, I see you and, um, being polite because I am a woman in this world, <laughs> being polite and respectful, but in my heart and in my, again, I'll say the word knowing really just keeping my distance ultimately. <laughs> like, um, I would really just kind of appease my mother. Appease is not the right word, but I would really just, I love my mother. I love my mom. I try to say mom and mother at the same time. <laughs> I love my mother so, so much. And so, yeah, I would go to, um, congregation on Saturdays and I would go to, um, you know, Passover and, um, blanking on the other holidays already, but, <laughs> and I would participate and there, there was nothing wrong with that. There was a really a lot of beauty in it, but it, it wasn't for me that, uh, that was something that I didn't feel a connection to. And so I kind of did a twofold thing. One, I was like, let me just ignore all this shit. Like, I'm just going to pretend that nothing is happening. <laughs> oh, so naive. So naive. What a sweet, sweet babe. Yeah, I I like to be like, oh, I'm empathic. But it's only been literally within the last few days with um, some guides and teachers that have helped me see that it's more than that. And I've been um, scared. First of all, I've been scared, but I have also was just trying to protect myself from even dipping a toe in that direction because the way that I experience spirituality is very different. And that was the other thing, like going back to my kind of my thesis on spirituality or religion was like, how, how, how? I can remember as a kid, my mom or no, I can remember as a kid sitting on my mom and stepdad's bed. And it was like, okay, you're going to accept Jesus into your heart. For those of you that are Christians, you might, or born again Christians, you might uh, recognize what I'm about to share. 
And I can remember doing it and just being like, well, also, okay, first of all, there was the whole doubt of like, what happens to us after we die? And like, is there really a heaven? And, and there are some things within the church. Um, y'all know that that's, that's in quotes, um, that I really questioned and, and I just felt like people were being sheep as far as just like going along with that. Right. I mean, of course, of course I thought that. Um, and so anyways, I can remember as a kid, you're like, okay, you're going to, we're going to do this prayer and you're going to accept Jesus into your heart. And I just was like, what does that mean? What is that even? Am I going to be different or am I going to feel differently? Um, and then it was like, and then I don't remember specifics, but I can remember kind of having conversations as far as with my mom, as far as like, how do I talk to God? How does she talk to God? Like, how does she know? How does she hear things? And my mom prays a lot, and of course, and I'm grateful for her prayers. I, I accept any and all prayers um, of support and general well-being and all of that. Um, um, and I can remember, um, yeah, the conversations about like talking to God. And I just, I was like, but how? And the answer is, here's, here's where the like thing of it is that, that the answer that I didn't want to hear, I'll just say, here's the answer that I didn't want to hear is that ultimately I have to figure that out. (laughs) And I feel like if a parent had told me that, I would have, I would have been like, okay. Like I would have been annoyed for sure. Cause as a kid, I'm like, again, I'm just like, tell me what to do. Tell me how to do it. Like I will give you everything that you ask for. You will give me like 10 out of 10 on that rubric. You are going to give me an A. Just you can already write the A down. Like I already have it. So you just you t- tell me what to do and I will do it. <laughs> so like that was me as a kid. And I don't know. I, I just, I feel like if someone had told me like, well, it's going to be different for you and you're going to have to figure that out and you're going to have to ask and it'll be a lot of practicing. It'll be a lot of, you know, hit and miss. Like, (laughs) and now I'm this like adult person who is trying to figure it out. So that's a little bit of an overview of um, my religious and spiritual journey as far as um, the practical side of things, like the going to church and, and being introduced to um, tenets of, of the faith, etc. And um, I will say the one thing that like the, the the thread through all of that is music. I I am a musician. I am an opera singer, and I just music is my one of my mediums as far as feeling really connected to source, feeling really um, almost high from it, and um and a portal for sure, like 
super old hymns from my great grandparents to my going to church with my grandmother um, and my mother and and newer stuff too, and then continuing to do church jobs as a as an adult musician, singing with various choirs and and doing solos and things like that. So the musical part of every um, religion and practice that I've participated in has really. Uh, is the thing that keeps me coming back because that's my thing. Uh, I can remember as a kid, um, my mom, I was sitting in the back seat. I can't remember if my mom was driving or my stepdad, but, and I no longer have a stepdad, but, um, anyways, and, and I can remember, um, they're playing some music, like newer music. Okay. This is going to be something that, maybe like five people know about, but there was this guy when I was a kid called the donut man. <laughs> I can't believe I'm talking about this. Anyways. So if you would like to do a Google or a YouTube search of the donut man, he came out with songs for kids for kids to sing along. And I think there were like videos and stuff too, but I just remember like we would get the tape and Yes, a tape that you play in a car. Um, not an eight track. I'm not that old, but a tape. And, um, and it was brand new. Like, and I was singing along to it. Like I knew the words and I can remember my mom going, how do you know the words? And I was just like, I don't know. I just, I, I just knew, I just knew them. Um, and so music is like my thing. That's like, I love it. <laughs> Anyways, so um, we can get in more into that and various other things. But thank you so much for um, listening to this first podcast. Um, this episode might be a struggle bus in and of itself, <laughs> but uh, it's the first thing that I felt I have felt really excited about creatively. And it's, um, if nothing else, it's a way for me to process some things and figure out where I'm going and what's next. And um, I would love to share that in the next episode. Um sharing kind of my spiritual baby steps that I've started. I definitely feel like an infant. Um, there are some things that I just know already, and then there's a lot that I don't, and I know it will be revealed to me as I ask and as I, uh, uh, tap in more and, um, yeah, just keep an open heart. So, um, I would love to hear from you if this resonates, uh, with you at all. Um, feel free to, uh, what is it that they say? I listen to a million podcasts. So you think I would know, um, feel free to, oh, rate and leave a comment. Is that what it is? <laughs> you think I would know. Um, and let me know, um, where you're at in your spiritual journey and, um, and if you'd like to be on the podcast, I don't know, that might be kind of cool. I would love to know what your struggles are, where you're at. And um, yes, I hope this resonates with you. I'm super excited about it. I'm excited to finally start sharing this part of myself that I've really hidden. I've really, really hidden 
um, not only from other people, but from myself. And I've been really scared to talk about this part of myself and, and now it's here to stay and it's super undeniable and here we go. So, all right. Um, may you have a blessed day and, um, I don't know how to end this. So (laughs) have a lovely day. Thank you for listening and come back for the next episode of the spiritual struggle bus. Bye. Thank you.